test okay. testing and I'm changing the knobs on the thing and I'm changing the knobs on the thing. Look at the knob work. And now you go. I'm testing and I'm talking. I'm testing <laughs> and I'm talking. That is kind of a fun idea. <laughs> I had to get it literally off of my face and I had to feel like an egg. Water bottle? It's right there. Where? Right where you <laughs> Um, No, but you do look good today. Thank you. No homo. <laughs> Dante, do we clap? Oh, yeah, clap. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, do we both need to clap? No, I guess not. I just have to clap. Sure, clap. Amazing job. Business. Amazing job. And now we're ready. And now we're we're, we're recording. We are. We're we rolling. Are. Okay. But yeah, it's also kind of giving like a bit Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yes. And I I wanted – that means so much to me because I did want to dress – You're welcome. – chic today. Not only because – I got a co-star that said, like, dress up. Wait, did you today? No. Oh. Recently. Recently. It still counts. Still counts. It was, like, in one of the do's, like, dress up. Then I was, like, I really was treating this ever since you said um, wear black. You're trying to get me to wear black in honor of the news. Yeah, the news. I was – I'm treating it like – the traitors episode where they do the funeral procession, which I loved. Loved. Okay. And that is like one of the few times in my whole life a reality show has yeah. made me be like, I want to do that. I need to go do that. Yeah. Even though it was spooky. But would you, I can't remember if I've asked you this before. Yeah. Traitor or faithful? Traitor. For you? Are you a liar? Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Don't you ever lie to me. Never. Could never. I'd have a tell. Wow. You would have more fun being a traitor. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so like, I think about it in like the round table. And when Andy, Andy, oh my God, mixing the two girls. <laughs> when Alan is walking around the table and he gets slower, like if he didn't have me on that shoulder. It would make me like I'd be pissed off, but not in a way that would ever be palpable. And then I would be so easy breezy and I'd be like a lovely faithful. But I do actually think also they would get me out if I was a faithful, no matter what. They would pin it on me because I played actually this game very frequently in undergrad. It was like a it's like a board game card game situation. I've heard about this. It's I yeah. whenever I think of it, I think it's called Calabria. But it's not. You with that little pepper necklace. Now I'm like Cecilia Calabria. I'm talking about my ancestors. But no, it's definitely called like it's like a witchy magical name. Sure, sure, sure. And it's I know it by like mafia or werewolf. But exactly. Like- but so the game that I played was like Mafia or Werewolf, but it was a witchy. It was Got like it. you could either be like uh, an evil, like medieval person, or you could be the spy, or you could be like the enchantress or whatever <gasps> the fuck. And you really flourished when you were bad guy. Really did like amazing when I was traitor. Oh my God. That's but terrifying. when I'm faithful, 
it's too easy to be like, because the way that I'm good at being trader is by talking, which mm. is why I think I'd be an amazing trader because so many of the traders go with silence. But you'd be yapping. But I'd be good at yap. I know. And I'm very like law. Like that's why everyone's like, go be a lawyer, liar, because it's like, I'm so yappy talky sometimes. Yeah. Well, Phaedra. Lawyer. Okay. But I found out like that she got, I found out that she did like crazy shit in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, didn't she get fired? <gasps> Wasn't she similar to our queen, Monica Nikki? Here's the thing. I don't, Atlanta for me is a bit of a cultural hole. Mm. Like I used to watch, but then I did it. It's the one where I need to watch from like season one. So I cannot comment on Phaedra other than to say. She was former lawyer. Former lawyer and mortician. And that is something that blew our freaking brains as soon as I said it when we were watching. And we were like, how is she also a mortician? And then when she was in the funeral and she was like, this is where I'm at home. I was like, you're a scare. She's Lord, scary. not at zoo. <laughs> Lord. Lord, not at zoo. <laughs> Lord, not at zoo. Oh, Jesus. Lord, not at zoo. Lord, not at And the way that I felt, I felt like poverty. I was like, we've made Phaedra mad. And that's not good. No. And here's the thing. Did you know? Did you know Parvati is a life coach? No, but I guess that makes sense. I knew that she wrote a children's book about like meditation. So does not. She's an amazing woman. I have. But I want Phaedra to take her down and take her down hard. <laughs> no. I no. need her to. I need Parvati to pay for what she's Parvati. 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 Oh, I guess same thing. But. I what did she do though? Play she put through the housewives. Got got out our girl. Got out my sister. She got out the girl. Larsa, the girl. She, she got out your girl in specific. Like don't you love Larsa? Loved Larsa. I also didn't know. Sorry. I didn't know Larsa's almost 50. I did. <laughs> 47. She looks incredible. But you know, it was so funny when Sandra was like, I thought. I was at least 10 to 12 years younger than her. <laughs> that was so I love – I actually – my one complaint about the traders is that we are not seeing enough of Sandra and her adult braces. <laughs> but I think that that's coming. I think that Sandra's playing – quiet she's infiltrating the housewives she's letting them get larsa pippins out because larsa is out there yapping my queen <laughs> like sandra's taking them down and then i do think sandra's gonna be Zuban. i think sandra might be yeah i think sandra's gonna i think they're even like setting up like parvati versus sandra again i would have chills if that happened i've never seen that season of survivor and it's kind of just like I am excited and thrilled by all of it, but like Parvati is my my girl. Like I and as hard as it was to see her send Larsa home, I was like, I have to, to support her. I have to support it her. Has to be done. I don't know. I don't know. I think my main takeaway from the traders thus far, and what's made it such an exhilarating watch for me, is that I love to see the housewives go head to head with these like professional. Game gamers, players. game players, literally. Like, and Big it's, brother is no joke. Survivor is no, no joke. No, 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 no. And then you have Larsa, yeah, Larsa Pippin, who I hate, by the way, in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> like, hate, but traders love. 
But you have Larsa within 24 hours going, it's Dan. And I go, I The know. nose on women. It's such a- Believe all women. Believe and that women. includes Larsa Pippin. And I- Hmm. <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. The traitors will do that to you. The traitors will absolutely the bamboozle you. Do that to you. And I'm just like, uh, Phaedra is going to get them. I know in my heart- <sighs> If I was Phaedra. Oh, I knew what I was going to say, what my thought was. And what would you be, Faithful? Oh, was that your thought? Yeah. I'm a Faithful girl. But what do you think if you had to be Traitor? I don't feel like I'm diabolical like that to be Traitor. I also think that, like, I think I can be a good liar Mm -hmm. in the sense of, like, I'm I'm kind of always, like, (laughs) a little bit lying. You would be way too quiet. You would be way too quiet. Yeah. Like, I can spin a tail. I can do yeah, a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when I have to lie about that, like, like you, know what, you know what I always think about? Yeah. You know what would give me away? I know what would give me away. What? Sitting at the breakfast table and having to act shocked. When they did. Okay. And be like, oh, no. Lars is not here. Like. You think? Yeah, you would get to your head I about it. I know I'm not a good actress like that. I think that I would nail breakfast table. I think you would. I think you would nail breakfast. I think I would nail breakfast table, but no, I think I could nail being a traitor, but I don't know. Then I'm like also could just get spooked out by being in that castle. They don't sleep there though, apparently. Oh. They don't sleep there. Duh. I'm always like, how do they <laughs> like how do they sneak around that night? No. <laughs> No, well, what's interesting is in the UK one, Uh when, like, the day ends, they get in cars and go. They leave the castle. And you see it? Yeah, they, like, get in cars. It's, like, the day is over, like, time to head back. Oh. But this one, they they probably do that, but they make it so it's, like, time to go to bed. And that is so mysterious. And then they show, like, the little cutscenes. And they're, like, in the rooms. And I'm, like, I literally. Did you see the Larsa one? Did you see the Larsa? (laughs) Of course. She flips, like, 30 pages in a row. (laughs) You know, she's amazing. She had so many at the beginning of those montages because she always was literally being detective. She, they had to get her out because she was such a threat. She was onto them immediately. Both of them. Onto them immediately. See, and that's why I think I would be a good faithful. Because I do think I'm, like, I'm, like. Here's the thing. I'm very like naive. Trust that everyone's good all the time. You know, I give people a yeah. lot of chances, and that's another story for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, my gut is always right. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll like totally. go over that and do X, Y, Z. But if I'm like, I don't know about that person. Yeah. I'm pretty much always right. What part of like your astrological chart do you think that that is? I actually don't know. I know. The I'm part stumped that I'm by like, I, I, the gut. The I trust gut. my gut, but I'm always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Let me do X, Y, Z, even though I know better. Yeah. That's baby. Baby Aries. Aries. But anyways, um, do you think, do you think, oh my God, it's crazy because when this app comes out, the episode of Traders will have happened. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh on my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I comes think- out tomorrow? Okay, girl, it comes out tomorrow, but you don't even know the drama in the crave.ca community that's what? happening right now. <laughs> no. Do you what? know this drama that's happening in the Canadian no. media? About like the bills? No. Oh. Wait, what bills? Like Bill C18 or whatever? Well, 
No, for sure, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about how Crave messed up their programming and is not putting out traders on the correct day, and people on the internet are in a fury about it. Oh, uh, so what does that mean for me? It means that you can only watch it Friday, but at night it doesn't even come out. It doesn't even come out Friday in the morning. It doesn't even come out Thursday later. It comes out Friday at night, and by that time the internet is like spoiled. Yeah. <gasps> so I have like a doc Torrent? that I found on Reddit. Okay. And they update the links, and then you can watch it on your laptop. You have to send it to me. Okay. I have to watch tomorrow. No, I literally have to watch tomorrow. Um. Oh, I really hope that Phaedra doesn't get out Parvati in this. Like, I hope it's not one of those things where it's like. In just one fell swoop, she's gone. No, because you know what I would do if I was Phaedra? What? Literally, the next day, I would go to my little housewives collective and I would go and I would say- We're getting poverty out. Yeah. It's Anna Parvati. I know. I know. I saw them talking. I saw them talking. They're being weird. He's quiet and she's like obviously a villain. Mm-hmm. It's them. And Boom. The housewives. And then I would go undetective and stay with my little group. And then eventually I would turn on the other housewives. But but there are technically more gamers than housewives. And they're all stupid. (laughs) That, uh, I really hope that that doesn't happen. And I do think that I have more. I think that I know that Parvati is going to pull through. But. That does scare me. It does scare me because I feel power from her. And I just think the overwhelming message of this season is like these women disorient these like people because it's the difference between they're like the gamers are like good at the social aspect in like this weird controlled experiment where they're like cut off and they get to like establish themselves as like the dominant people or whatever the fuck the housewives are playing more like quote-unquote game it's game yeah. yeah and it's like it doesn't actually translate to like social skills and like conversational ability that much mm-hmm. The housewives are doing all of the exact same things socially that they're doing at the beach on Survivor, but they're just doing them in like the broad daylight and under the spectrum of social media, all consuming. It is crazy to watch them fight with people who aren't housewives. Uh huh. The way that they, even Peppermint, I feel like, like couldn't even, they can't even keep up with it. No, they can't. And to <laughs> that, I would also say that when was it was it last week where they're like they're acting like blah 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 i would say that housewives is even more of a game mm-hmm. than survivor than big brother than the challenge because those girls are playing a game and the game is like if they get rehired or not which exactly. will bring us to segment b not that I'm not that I'm invoking the name of Monica Nikki already, but I'm like <sighs> we've already been. They are playing a game because they have to yes. make sure their storylines are interesting and they but they can't take it too far and then they have to give something and if they don't give enough like social media will have their head they'll get fired blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So it's like they are playing to win. They're playing in like the true like panopticon of like society like on all fronts. It's all encompassing. And it literally requires them to be like shady and snaky. Whereas like you technically don't. Yes, the greatest players for the most part have like snake or like killer narratives. Where like how many times do they say like, oh, Sandra and Parvati are like cold-blooded killers, yeah. whatever. Like. 
where they get to have those personas is like you but can't like, have that in housewives you can't ha- but you but, but you have to it, still stir the pot and do these like things it's not that you can't have it in housewives i think you have to kind of only have that in housewives so mm. be, so it doesn't become as like i don't know like housewives they're all like kind of villains even the good ones well yeah because it also is just like such more purely than the gamers because because when it comes to game it's like there's this physical component which lets people like mm-hmm. put off their sense of narcissism mm-hmm. by being like this is a game like i'm here for the physical challenge i'm here to like show my kids that i could do it push myself blah 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 housewives have to be no. full front i'm a narcissist to to even admit to wanting to do the show everyone knows that like that's a narcissistic spectrum thing that we're working with and then they have to lean into it like lean into the wealth and the like whateverness of it and then also balance all these fucking optics and then like betray their closest friends to get storylines betray their closest friends ruin their marriages it's game hard and that's why i'm like it's the and you know why it's it's the hardest game because they're playing the game of life, literally. And that's where it's like, when it comes to these fucking round table discussions and you have like a housewife going off with some politician, it literally stops them in their tracks. Because this is, they're playing the game of life where they're fighting with some woman about their marriage or like whatever the fuck the situation is, not to again invoke the name of Monica and Nikki no, I already. Should, I think we should. But I think it's time to. And also this <laughs> <But> is... <laughs> well, it's why, it's why I don't think we ever got to in the beginning, but it is why we're wearing what we're wearing today. We it's never we, even said we why never I'm said, dressed like this. Why are you dressed like Laura Croft Tomb Raider today? Laura Croft Tomb Raider meets Larsa Pippen in the funeral procession. And for whose funeral, girl? Well, this is where you should explain it. I don't even know if it... Because I'm even a little confused about it. But you know it for confirmation the news to be true. Here's the thing. This is what I learned from my mother growing up. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) And tell me. Because my mom was always pop culture girl. We would like love... We... Award shows, blah, blah, blah. We would like read magazines. Oh, And my mom always said, you don't believe it's true. Unless it's in People magazine. Good advice. And I still believe that to the day. Good advice if to People give a People mag confirms it. It's real. It's real. And guess which outlet confirmed? People mag. The firing of Monica Nikki Garcia. People oh. mag. So it's happening. And I think there's been chitter chatter of like, here's what I honestly think is going to happen. What? Because the producers are like, she needs to be put on a pause because it's like too raw for the girls. Right. Okay. Okay. Honestly, I literally think because they're filming like in a few weeks, they're starting again. So I think it's all a little too close. Right. Okay. I think they're going to give her a few months. You think? Okay. 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 And I think she's going to be brought back into like a mid season. I'm like, how do they not bring her back? I think it's. I think it's foolish to not. And I know. And also, if you're giving fucking Mary Cosby this many fucking chances, like who literally is, and I will speak for Whitney, a predator of however many kinds. And it's like, can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm begging you to. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say something so crazy. Say. Because I love her and like, I adore her to my core, girl. Monica Nikki? No. Oh. 
Yes. Yes. Heather, Miss Heather Gay. Yes. If you want to talk about someone who would do some silly numbers on traders, Heather Gay is master manip. <gasps> I felt like I was like watching the Twilight Zone in the last night's episode because yeah, 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 yeah. I get what Monica Nikki did. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That aside. Mm-hmm. Heather blew this whole reality von tease thing up mm-hmm. to like swerve away from the fact right. that she lied about Jen Shaw punching her. Right. She almost got production fired. She put people's lives in danger. I literally didn't even know that until they kind of like they got a she was in trouble. She she was in big major trouble and like that's so much worse. Like mm. Jen Shaw, like the finale of last week uh, or sorry, like the most recent um reunion when Andy's like I guess the thesis here is like Jen Shaw has all done a number on us. Yes, yeah. Etc. I'm like, Heather, Jen Shaw did a number on everybody, including Heather. Mm-hmm. She's victim. Yes. But Heather went along with it for a very long time. And if I was her friends, mm-hmm. I would be like, that's what's fucked up. Way more fucked up than some random Monica Nikki creating an account with 4,000 followers. Like fixated on Jen Shaw. I'm like, who cares what she was doing on Reality Montes? Totally. Heather was like siding with known criminal Jennifer Shaw. But that's why I'm like, I do. And I guess that that's what it was at the end when Andy kind of like literally let each of the women say like, I understand why she like did what she did yeah. and why she like lied or why she threatened production which i literally didn't know until but now i'm understanding because when that season was happening i stopped watching because i was like this is too dark for me because i'm like how are we all just ignoring that she is covering up and that all of these women are even like remotely like how was the the urgency to get monica nikki out like we cannot work with this person not the same for fucking jen shaw and i understand that oh my god i i really do under i'm not saying that like she's now weaponizing a victim narrative because she really was like clearly yes a very intense victim yes and so was monica they they exactly relate to that in the episode um but that makes exactly it but that makes me wonder like genuinely what is going on because i feel like wouldn't production and Andy specifically be like, well, you're not going to work with Monica when we could fire you outright for what you have done. Well, here's the thing. I really do think yesterday when Lisa or Heather was like, oh, but did you know, like to Andy, did mm-hmm. production know? I really do think, listen, I don't believe Monica Garcia when she says a lot of shit, but yeah. I really do believe her when she said that at some point production knew. Yeah, production knew for sure, and I think when they called Andy out at the reunion, you could honestly see him getting red. Yeah, and you can tell that he's lying when he's yeah. like, "No, we never would have hired her. We never would have hired her." So I bet those girls know that obviously production knew, and we're like, "She yeah. goes," or the whole cast goes. Yeah, and how? Or quick- they did some like threat. Totally, because I'm like, how quick is that a turnaround to like the whole Bethany Frankel of it all now of like the exploitative television, but. Exactly. Okay. Well, because in today's episode of Laz Kulch, which 
That's crazy. I'm like, it had such a fast turnaround because they literally were talking about. We need to be. Should we? <laughs> the reunion. What? Should we be like, is like, we watch the episode and then we pod right after? No, I can only do one thing a night. And one thing is like, watch an episode of TV. Wait, what? What do you mean? You said turn around. Did they talk about it today? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. literally an episode. That, that's what I'm. Okay. That's what I mean. You know what? We're on episode two. We'll get quicker. We'll get, but I love that idea. Save this. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening, save that idea for the future. Yeah. One day turnaround. That's what we need to be. Um, oh my God. Magic. Machines. <laughs> and so they were talking about it and they were like, they were like fully expecting her to come back. And Bowen said, I have it on, like, they both were like, we thought that her like status within next season was essentially done. So yeah. like impossible. Yeah. And bone was like, I have it on good authority that she's going to come back. And that was as late as well yesterday, apparently, well, or like whatever the podcast magic is that let that happen. I think it's a damn, I think it's a damn tragedy. If I'm going to be honest, <laughs> damn, speak because on I it. really <laughs> think like, I love to watch with like Twitter in my hand and like yeah, refreshing yeah. and seeing what like the community is saying. Yeah. And it honestly like so rattles my bones to see anybody calling for anybody to be fired on reality TV. Mm. I'm just like literally mind your own business <laughs> and watch the show. Oh my God. That's so interesting. Whether you think what she did is moral or not. Uh-huh. Literally does not matter because you were gagged over that episode. Everyone was. I agree with that. I Everyone agree with it was. for this situation, but I disagree in the other sense of it because I'm like, a lot of the times we're just watching abuse. And this is the whole flip side of it, which I don't think has like that much merit in the grand scheme of things. But I do think mm-hmm. the times that we are watching women be like a abused or like whatever the bad situation is a lot of the times you're not gagging for it and Mm -hmm. that's when I'm like okay your job as producers is to like fucking alleviate and fix that and get rid of the toxic people or like fucking Mary Cosby I literally am like this is one you're stuck on Mary this is one that has never made sense to me from the beginning I cannot believe that now however many seasons we are into this she is still they treat her like to me I know, it's she's an alien that has come from space and they regard her as such because they're like wow an alien is here but they let the absolute most batch but here's the thing she has like no she's like a puzzle piece that does not belong on the show but i think because she has such has had such like iconic like internet moments mm-hmm. i think as much as bravo listens to what people are saying like fire her fire her fire her they're also listening when they're like engagement's up on mary cosby saying totally. that jen Chalik smells like hospital totally but i i just think that inevitably I, I do think that the truth of it inevitably is that people who are more of the like bad than the star that comes with like narcissism the people who like really don't have the like good moral substance beneath actually do get like boring much quicker and i just think that now we've had we're we've become saturated with what mary cosby can do and it cannot become more (laughs) 
Like we can't. Like there's nothing. No, I think what she's done. Cruel- I think she has to be done. I Can think she Mary- say that would be funny at this point? We have heard her say the cruelest things. We've well, heard her. Yeah, be- it's like not funny and like mean and very. And it's and they just all like- just let it happen. It's it's crazy. It's okay, crazy calling to me. Heather like inbred looking is way worse than anything reality Vonti said about anything behind their back. And it's like Mary Cosby said that to your face. In front of a lot of people on national television. And, like, and everyone's just like, LOL, she's being Mary. It is so weirdo shit to me that makes me want to go crazy. I do think, unfortunately, that Monica at her core is one of those people who is more bad than like substance. And I do think that inevitably that will extinguish mm-hmm. because because she is not well conversationally and socially i just wish that she apologized she doesn't i wish she just did that because i actually do okay i don't know what's wrong with me that i'm like i stand with monica (laughs) i believe and i get she has a a case for that i like was watching last night and i felt really sad and bad for her yeah she's a traumatized like and like Woman. I, I think that there was so much potential if she just like had it within her. But like the point is that she doesn't. Exactly. If she had it within her to be like, you guys, I'm really sorry. Like one thing we can all agree on is that Jen fucked us up, mm-hmm. and it led me to do some pretty drastic, stupid things. And I apologize that you guys got swept up in it. I didn't intend. But she can't. But she can't. But thing. she can't. Because like I think that the story would be so interesting next season if her coming back and like. Fixing shit with her mom, who's crazy but amazing to watch. You know that. You know that. See, clip with that her mom? to me is where we get different. Where I'm like, that's someone to me that I'm like, I don't want to see on screen. Even when they're they were at dinner and she like ordered the guacamole. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "What did she say?" She's like, mm, "Ice cream." And like after putting it in her mouth, she's like, "Oh, ice cream." <laughs> and then Monica's like, "That's an avocado." That's an avocado. <laughs> mom, that's guacamole. <laughs> I also think here's what I was. <laughs> mom that's guacamole like i that was funny. her mom like monica being like but my mom i shouldn't laugh i shouldn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> you stand with monica i'm like that's her greatest demon when monica's like right when there. my mom is my, my my mom like takes away my car i'm like this is crazy to watch but here's what i'll say <laughs> yeah i stand for monica because i love all the ladies on salt lake city mm-hmm. heather gave the most out of all Yes. They're also shit. Yeah, and they're First all and like various versions of evil, but I love Heather Gay. And when Heather Gay is like, no, I literally stand by Heather Gay. Yeah. <laughs> when Heather Gay was like, we are all friends here. This is a show about friendship. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, I guess you could say that. I guess. I, yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that what they all are? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but then you start to think about it and you're like, you're mad at who? You're mad at you. And you guys aren't talking and blah, blah, blah. And there was a big blow up two years ago. And then you realize that there are fractures upon fractures in this group. And they're actually not real friends they're at all. They're actually not friends at all. And actually, they're actually the only thing that they are, are is like deeply trauma bonded to each other for multiple reasons. And, and, and Monica's one of them. And like, it would have taken nothing for Monica to come back. 
pull Whitney into her little lair. Easy. And be like. Keep Mary Cosby on for like even friend of behavior. And then. Yeah, she shows up for dinner once in a while. She and then Monica Meredith. has her girl. And there you go. There you go. There you go. She goes. if Once Monica starts going like, hey, don't you think it's weird that Heather lied about XYZ? And the tables turn, girl. And that's what we're missing out. But that's where I'm like. Where Heather Gay would be an unbelievable traitor, uh-huh. Monica wouldn't. Because she is, she's not capable. Like, talk about her big evil enemy of her mom. Like, it actually no. is so sad when you really think about the only time Monica isn't like Pitbull, literally ready to like fire off, like, you fucking skank fuck, old ass bitch, immediately is when she is at that restaurant with her mom. And it is so sad. I'm like, oh, you're a broken little girl. The only person who you will remotely like have a listening tone to is your mom. I can't believe that my cowlick has been this high this whole time. (laughs) I didn't even see it. Stick it up. At Squarehead. Girl, that's why I had to fucking flat gel down. (laughs) Otherwise, it would have been chicken head. we get a bomb next week? We get mutual bobs next. Wait, week. we need to film Bob. We well, need to film like footage for Bob happening, yeah. and then we'll add it in because so our next podcast about we're it. recording it a mere hours after we go get mutual bobs sitting together at the studio at the studio where there's only two seats. Only- and we'll be taking up both of them. <laughs> we're getting the exact same haircut, different heights, <laughs> different heights with different skills. <laughs> Anyways, sorry to interrupt, but sometimes um, you know when like cowlick. You know, and you can just, like, feel it. I didn't even have to look at myself to know. You knew it was there. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have, like, a cowlick now, like, Do all you? over my... Well, I have really intense cowlick, but also, like, where I pick my hair for trichotillomania is, like, right around cowlick. So it kind of is, like, a mini... A bunch like, of mini litty cowlicks. I love... That's your little guys. It's my little guys. That's your little guys. Let it's them, crazy. They want to be on the podcast. It's crazy that we have matching cowlicks, too. Another synchronicity. Another synchronicity. Gasp. Weird. Weird. Anyways, <laughs> prayers for Monica. Prayers for Monica. But I, I really agree with what you're saying. I think, for me, I can recognize that is probably her time to go. No, I'm like, but I actually just I I think that I I think that Monica inevitably will be like one of those situations that just is not worth because there's nothing new inevitably that comes of it. But I definitely don't think now is the time no, for that to happen. No, no, no. I think it's really like I think it's a crazy, disturbance. and I want to understand how that happened. If because this show has dealt with like big evils, we're talking Pentecostal church leader who who married her step grandfather yeah. to inherit like, yeah. and we're talking well fraud, homeland security criminal ass. Yeah, I was reading some like tweets, and people were like, "You have to understand that this feels a lot worse from the girls because it's like it's something from like." their private life mm. like being bullied online xyz that infiltrates their like safe space right yeah and their safe space is like amongst each other and like filming and the show and like it's mm. their bubble and i like infiltrated that bubble yeah and so there's like a question of like the girls feeling like emotionally safe like, xyz and i'm like i'm like what what infiltrated their bubble more or 
what put them in more like safety risk than Jen Shaw? I know. She literally was like in Prejean (sighs) on trial. The girls were like fighting for her. I'm like, don't you think that that is like something private that infiltrated this? Like, but now they have the narrative of like, we bonded together against this like villain. (sighs) I will say though, like, the shit that Monica did was crazy. Like, sh- we shan't forget. <laughs> Can I tell you something so crazy? Though? If I found out that you were doing that to me, I would be literally like, I'd say we have to stop our pod. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, I was watching the reunion being like, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> you account had 5,000 followers. Right. And Monica was right. Monica was like, we also said really nice things about the girls. <laughs> But Heather said, what in 10,000? What in 10,000? What if, like, the examples that they post on the screen of, like, the screenshots of the positive things? What one was I think it? it I don't even was, remember. Like, a picture of, like, Lisa Barlow playing the piano with, like, hearts <laughs> yeah. on it. And I was like, Reality Von Cease was showing the girls that, like, mm-hmm. we support. We support the musical endeavors. I know it's crazy. It's, it's dark-sided. Like, it's it's dark-sided, dark-sided, but I'm like... All of the, it's just when they, what when they were like fixated on Monica doing drive by, <laughs> they were like the FBI. <gasps> oh, did the FBI tell you to do that? Oh my god, I saw the funniest tweet about like the, the FBI giving Monica like a top secret <laughs> message. Wait, speaking of that little part, what I do have to say it's is like me. the only one on that cast that I am like would give my life for is angie k i, <laughs> I love it i love her I narrative. Am in the angie k army i down. love her narrative like you think i can't be successful because i'm greek and it's like <laughs> who's saying that but don't you who's find that? though that like she actually does kind of have she's very like calm and collected on the couch like I'm always yeah. very surprised by like, and it's so funny because it does always come back to like her reputation as a business owner and like, how dare you think that she cannot be that good of a business owner. But she also like ha- is the only one who like doesn't get caught up in like screaming with Monica. It's true. And when she dies, like this few times, it's like really fun. It's fun. And I'm like, I was loving it because it was, it was getting annoying for me the like the, it was like dogs yapping like monica and lisa and then heather talking over it all i was like and then meredith is like zoinked out and see, i think there's <laughs> something, doesn't even know i think there's something wrong with me because when they argue like that and when andy's like everyone's talking over each other blah 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 mm-hmm. i can hear every single individual one <laughs> i can your superpower i can follow every <laughs> line of thought oh I'm like tuned into all of them and I'm like making a good point, making a good point, blah, 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 blah. That's your superpower. It's my superpower. I'm like locked and loaded. See that to me, I don't have that superpower. I don't have that gift. And it's just like, it's not for everybody. And like, Mm -hmm. it's annoying. You don't want to watch like, you don't want to watch that. Yeah. And I'm even interested in it for the most part, but I just think like, even I guess my thing is like I don't like Monica and I don't stand by her but I definitely want to see more of her yeah and I think that this (gasps) cast of women Mm -hmm. certainly doesn't have like very much high ground to stand on in terms of like 
who yes. they're like picking and choosing for their cast. They've half of them have been fucking racist. Like the religious undertones of it all are just like sure. prominent there. So it's like, okay, like for the crazy thing is, and what is so hauntingly dangerous about Monica Nikki Garcia is that on the flip side of almost everything, she always has the right point. Oh, you know what I mean? She's always right. Telling Lisa, like, you complaining about your ring is so crazy. Like, she's always right. But then even that, I'm like, but then it always has, like, a failing to it because even that she's argument. She's arguing. Yeah, because fundamentally she's, like, not ever on the right side of things. And she's very much, like, self-centered in her motivations. I know, but she's so. Her in that blonde. Every time I have a good thought of her, I get a snapshot of her in those cars, blondes, doing, like. When they were sitting, like the voice notes of her, like sitting in front of the house, me like, oh, I saw her. I was like, but however, when she said the time management comment, I was like, no, that's good. Can I tell you there are some amazing quotes I say? You know which one was my favorite? What I ha- I wrote some of them down. When her and Angie K were yapping <laughs> about Lord knows what, and and Monica's like, I don't know, they're talking about their small businesses, and Angie's like, I'm a business owner, blah blah blah. And Monica's like, <laughs> and Monica's like, no, me too. And Angie's like, well, we're different. And Angie's like, do not come for small businesses. No, are you discrediting no, no, my small no, business? No, 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 Monica goes. She says small shops. <laughs> Monica says Monica don't discredit small shops. I literally want. Do you know to what a small them. shop is? It's like baby swaddle. Is it? Yeah, and it's like, how does she get there? Well. I guess that makes sense. When I interviewed her at BravoCon, she said that when she grew up, she wanted to be an obstetrician because she wants to deliver babies. So I guess that's a through line there. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. She wanted to be an obstetrician, so now she has a small shop of baby swaddles. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the obstetrician. <laughs> oh, that made it all my sense. Small shop pipeline. <laughs> Monica Nikki is running that game. And you know what? Education feel threatened. <laughs> one week t minus one week it looks really good though it does that's what i think all the time literally whenever i'm having a bad hair day i'm like i could my friend could do literally whatever the fuck they want with their hair and i'd be like that looks really good and i'd mean it which is so crazy considering not even 45 minutes ago you said i could go on the traders because i'm an amazing liar <laughs> and you just told me my hair my no my but i would never lie about that i wouldn't lie about that because the, the thing that is trader but i would find a different way to compliment you know what i mean you are so sneaky like that. <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what monica's sign is don't you dare discredit small shops <laughs> <laughs> i will do when she thought Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she said, hey, girl. When she thought Angie K said she was low brown and not low brown. Don't you dare discredit small shops. <laughs> it took me out that whole time. That was my number one thing that I was like, oh, I chuckle. Because talk about people being entertaining. I'm like, a lot of, to me, the fighting is less entertaining, but the time management comment. The time management. The don't Monica, how did you have time? How do you have time to have four kids? Um, go stock Jen, blah, 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 blah. Sounds like I have amazing time management skills. <laughs> I was like, and she's right. 
I think she does. No, I think her eldest daughter is like the mom. The mom. That I can't think about. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And it's like, and fine, dissociate from that. But they do seem to have like a good relationship. I know. But I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not I- going to comment on the children as the wise say that I should not. <laughs> no, do Monica not- Nikki, do not talk about children. I will not. I will not. <laughs> New follower, by the way. Monica Nikki Garcia. Oh my God. I didn't know if we were like going to reveal on pod. But the whole time, this whole conversation is prefaced was like, this is your mutual. And that's mutual. Why, and that's why I'm out here wearing like a big M on my forehead, being like Team Monica Nikki Garcia. Totally. Team MKJ. And MKG. Oh and God. the fact that that happened, like the follower happened. I'm like, can I, I t- literally. Can I t- tell the story? Please. Okay. Can I've been like, I didn't know. The reason I didn't know what to say when you said new followers, I was like, I thought that this was like, we were being like, protective of that information so that we're not labeled no, as very, biased by the no, media I'm and the academy open, i'm openly biased and and absolutely well and it's it's crazy because you also are actually very good mutuals with one heather gay as well i you kind of are like the little devil I, that played both sides that's why i'm like i love heather gay traitor so <gasps> talk about you would be you would be such a good no you're such a good Fine. faithful you're faithful. I know because I'm you're loyal so to the good ends. at it that you're loyal with everybody. That's why I've always, as much as Heather, I'm like you little. Oh my god, how you turn the tables, genius girl, but also like genius girl. Well, can I say something? But about- But I am like I so get that because me, me and Heather gave something in common, which is loyal to the ends. I don't think that you would go so hard for <laughs> federally convicted criminal. But that punched me in the face. I have to say, my sister, I actually think you that you would was, get yourself out of that situation. You know what had never been addressed on the show? What? And then we can like move on because I don't want to like throw mutual Heather Gay under the bus. Never. But I don't know if it was this season or last when like Angie K brought up the rumor that like, oh, everyone said that you were doing like Barbie scissor kicks. See, I didn't watch because oh, I hated K- Heather Angie Gay K- so much. Brings up a rumor that Jen and Heather were <gasps> doing the yeah. do-do-do, and do-do-do. that's how she got black eye because it was like rough. Right, okay, and that's what and everyone Angie was thinking. And Angie K brought that up on the show, and then it was just like dismissed. But here's the thing, and I'm not saying that that's true at all. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever say that. But it's like there are rumors all the time on these shows and it's so interesting which ones get like picked Picked up up and ran through and ones that are just like that's crazy because all of the rumors are crazy to a degree but But like most most i hate to i hate to invoke taylor swift but if we must the rumors are i don't actually know the line the rumors are crazy but most of them are true and that's what it is she was right about that. And talk about a big Swifty. Monica Nikki Garcia. <laughs> oh my God. But talk about someone who invokes so much. Monica is Monica someone- Ricky Nikki was raised by Taylor Swift, literally same age. And you know Monica is like the reputation album. It took me through so much. Oh, Monica's big it reputation area. Reputation. I have to me. say, I'm like, I th- I do just like think it's crazy if she doesn't get another season. Maybe she'll be on Traders. She won't do good at it. I think she would. Yeah, people being like she needs to be on Traders. I'm like, no, I think no she because oh, this it. is a thought that I lost before. I was gonna say like the thing is actually 
Monica is there's something charming about her that is like prettiness and she's really funny and well-spoken and she it's almost her vibe but she is not charming heather is charming char me heather because like so personable and so personable it seems so how many times have i said if there's one girl that i think could like crack a bottle of wine and sit on the pod floor it would be heather i really i think monica would be pretty good at it too (laughs) i actually invite keep both offers open i think both of them would be pretty good but just like i think monica's is more fake and heather's is like a genuine charm i agree I ha- that I think would make her unbelievable on traders as a faithful or a trader. I agree. I actually think she would be a phenomenal trader. I Heather think Gay so- on traders now. Heather Gay on traders as trader. Which I is mean, you know who I would love to see in the house with her in that castle with who, her. Who, 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 who. Erica Jane. That's exactly what Bianca said. Bianca said, "I need Erica Jane in Trader's house." I need her. Oh, she'd be incredible. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's do our dream Trader's House. Okay. Michelle Gollins. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Bowen and Matt yeah, were literally like, we want to go on it together. And Matt wants to go. Matt Rogers wants to go as Trader. And Bowen wants to go as Faithful. That tracks. Um. Wait, I, can I tell you about how well, – you were there when Monica followed Oh, my God. Me. And then yes, we can literally move on. I literally forgot. Sorry, so sorry. But what but what happened was I went to your house, my house. Bianca's house, yes. to watch um the – what was it? The finale. The so finale. Like, the, the big, big one, show. The one that rocked the world. The big show, yes. The big show. And I had posted something on my Instagram story and I tagged Monica, but I didn't like think anything of it. And then literally we were watching the show and – about 20 seconds after Heather says the reveal and you are reality Montees, I get a notification on my phone. Literally like as it was happening. I'm literally full chills that, that it happened. And the notification was Monica Nikki Garcia is following you on Instagram. Do you we screamed. My neighbor, my downstairs neighbor, <laughs> said to me the next day Wait, she was did like she really she was like so sweet. She was like, I'm a big Housewives oh, fan, no. but I wanted to tell you, I heard you guys screaming at the reality Von T's reveal. Oh. And I was like, if you can believe it wasn't even just that, <laughs> it was that Monica Nikki Garcia followed my friend on Instagram. Like, as if she knew, like, perfect timing. It was unbelievable. It was chilling. But that does remind uh. me. Okay, a few of the Salt whatever. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. A few of the Salt Lake City girls follow me on Instagram. How could I even forget about your kinship with Meredith? Meredith is one. And <sighs> Meredith was early one. Yes. You're first. Even. And Meredith didn't follow me after I met her. Meredith followed me when she saw that I was her for Halloween. Like yes. a year later. Yes, yes, yes. But you uh. know who always or who like engages in my housewife content but has never followed me? Hmm. Lisa Barlow. She's the one will, who will not give me the satisfaction of following me. And that's oh, fine. She's so cool for that. She's the coolest for that. She I, hope is she, so I hope Lisa cool. Barlow never follows me. She won't. I need that Angie K follow though. Bad. I'm down bad, bad for Angie I want to go, like, I want to go to Greek Easter bad at Angie K's house. Because you know I'm 1% Greek. 
<gasps> Are you serious? I'm 1% Greek and 1% Albanian. Well, you know I'm half Greek in me. Wait, are you really? But you know I'm like a melange of every. I'm three percent Chinese. <laughs> I know. I would love to do a deep dive in your ancestry. It's because both of my parents got their ancestry. <laughs> both of my parents got my. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The tree. <laughs> <laughs> And my mom, of course, is like, my mom had an entire ancestry reveal party, play on a gender reveal party. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, in her hometown with all the Italians. How did she do the reveal? She, at my Auntie Vanna's pool, she had like a big reveal <laughs> night and she made everyone bet, like she made everyone do their guests, their breakdown. This was like my family and some of her friends. And... She made everyone guess, and then whoever guessed got some kind of prize. And it and some of her like Greek friends were there, and they won because she actually was like the biggest percentage other than like Italian and Austrian um, Greek. Greek. So technically, we do. We are both Greek, girl. Oh my god, sister! Angie K, invite us to Greek Easter. I think being Greek is one of the coolest things that you can be in the world. Yeah, and they know it. They love it. I always. Think I grew about, up with big Greek. Did you big Greek community around? Mm-hmm. Well, I one always, of my best friends in the world. Here's like, oh, big Greek. Oh my god, one of my favorite Greeks, even one of mine, and my like longest family friend, Greek. Every time I meet a Greek person, I think like you're the best person I've ever met. But also Portuguese, like Monica Nikki. Also Portuguese, yeah. Well. <laughs> One day you will get the Lisa Barlow for. I don't follow. need it. Though. I don't need it. I love her. I don't need it. I <laughs> love her. Do it. No, I can't. I heard it. I know it's there. I love but not it. With- <laughs> I've John, always been from first. John, <laughs> John I got crazy here. <laughs> I believe. I believe her. Do you know that's my favorite one always? I told you that though. I believe her. I believe her. <laughs> that honestly, I feel like hearing that in my headphones is gonna be give me shivers beyond belief. I believe her. When they were doing when they were doing like impression case Meredith when impression. Do, when they were doing impressions of each other, I thought I love Okay, this. the one time I will say I know I already said that I don't they're not actually real friends they're just like trauma bonded but when they were all having a laugh at the impressions i was like these are my sisters and they're big little lies they are like sisterhood now by trauma bond i know thank god for those girls you know what i trust that next season will be like entertaining in some sense i hope that somehow for the first time ever in her whole life, your mom is wrong, and it's actually not people mag no, anymore. They ta- Andy talked about it today. No way. Yeah, on his little radio show. Oh my god, I'm in like the second stage of grief. It. I'm in the second he stage of grief. About I'm in it on denial. Happens live with Heather last night, and was like breaking news, and he said it like you're kidding. It just came out. What did she say? Heather said Heather's response was like, you know, she needs to know that this is a show about friends, and she's not our friend. Like, and. She mostly said that, and that was kind of it. Here's what I was in the second stage of grief, which is denial. I know, and now I'm in anger. (laughs) 
Girl, I've been in anger. I've been in anger. I've been in anger because, girl, I'm telling you, next season when it's so boring and we have to hear about X, Y, Z, someone going on a mission, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> and and gay Twitter is like oh this season God. is a flop, flop, blah blah blah. I'm gonna go. Well, look what you did, because that's what we're seeing for Beverly Hills right now. Mm. People being like, it's so boring. Without Rena, I was like, I'm not saying Rena was the the mm-hmm. Rena got annoying at the end. Mm-hmm. Sure, Rena would have thrived with a lesbian rumor like the one that we have now. Rena would have been mm. the one to be like Kyle. Yeah. Are you a lesbian? Yeah. She would have added a little flame, a little spark, and she's gone. And now I haven't watched in four weeks. I'll say <gasps> that. I'll say that. I haven't watched since Christmas break. I think I'm missing like two or three episodes <laughs> since Christmas break. <laughs> that is crazy because <laughs> we're halfway through the semester. <laughs> I feel fine. To- <laughs> I feel fine to completely skip and just watch finale or reunion. <sighs> That's so interesting to me that you like reunion because reunion's my favorite. Fundamentally, what makes me like itch is the reunion stuff. And you know what's crazy is how I got into Real Housewives is I don't know. Some comedian was talking about New Jersey. This was year. This is like when New Jersey started. Mm-hmm. They were making fun of the reunion, and I thought I need to watch that. So I didn't watch the season. I started mm. the first episodes I ever watched with the New Jersey reunion before I had even watched the show. Oh. I was like, I need to see what like this person. Oh my god! About. Well, no wonder. I and think that's it was just... Kathy Griffin, who was the host. No, who was like talking about? Oh, who was talking thing. about it? Right, right, right. Oh my god! And I was like, I Kathy need to Griffin. watch. So reunions to me are so ultimately mm. always unsatisfying, though. But yes, it's like yeah. the hope of. It's the, like the hope the of hope some resolve of something being addressed. Always unsatisfying, though. Completely always. It's hard for me. I only really like. So wait, are you not watching any other seasons right now? My favorite, my favorite is on right now, Potomac, and it is just so. Not it's, it's not having a good season. Everyone's saying bad about it, which is too bad because I love those girls so much and I believe in them, but it's not for me. Um. A point on our list of things to talk about is tell the Oscars to kill themselves. Is that something that we we need to get into? <sighs> and why did you why do you think that? <laughs> what do they do to you? Is it because of Barbie? Tell <sighs> me now. I'm feeling persecuted as a pretty girl today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I said that when I wrote that. And today Bianca kind of told me, like. <laughs> No, I just feel like there's been tons of discourse about the Barbie of it all on both sides. People being like, I feel like then Hillary Clinton made the Barbie statement and now it's kind of hard to be pro Barbie, but it's really hard. I just, I think that that sentiment that I wrote of telling the Oscars to kill themselves has been in my spirit for so long Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, it always is this. It's just like, we need the number one thing I'm going to say mm-hmm. is we need a new awards body like bad yeah. because they no, can't, they always get it wrong in ways that are just fundamentally racist and misogynistic. And now we have the Twitter discourse of like, we have the Twitter discourse of like, because the reaction against Barbie and Margot and Greta mm-hmm. is so strong. Then you have like the reverse flip side of it, of people being like, this is overshadowing the really important nominees yeah. of like yeah. Lily Gladstone and, 
other good, like yeah, all the yeah, POC yeah. stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, and even that is like such a mechanism of the Oscars of like, the problem is not all of the stuff. It's that they're so fucking boring and they're committed to having fucking snubs yeah. like this yeah that are just fundamentally what it is and like i fucking hate <laughs> it no, makes me mad true. because i care about it yeah and i'm really in my era you know this of of like i'm unable to see the world as it currently is without just thinking of it as like one big commercial mm. i'm really like i can't get out of it i'm just like it, everything at all times is marketing. and that's why josie and the pussycats is like yeah. thank god someone's prophetic. saying it prophetic i know but <sighs> i am like not to be a conspiracy, but I'm like, the snobs happen. So there's discourse online and people are talking about the Oscars and then people are going to tune in to see like who's going to call it out mm-hmm. or if anyone's going to call it out. And it's just this like, that's all it's for. Like, Ugh. and it also you don't is- think that these things are like intentional to like create discourse. And it's just like, they are intentional. And then they also are also are just like legitimate problematic institutions that really only value even these plethora of women and yeah people of color and blah 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 only so much that the snubs have to happen mm-hmm. and then they love it to happen because of what you're saying they love it to happen oh and like- we need a new awards body and i'm saying like i literally all day today was like we need to start at you and me we need to start doing our own though just not a piece of paper <laughs> oscar like do what we want to call it. what should we call oscarette like i'm I want to just like something small. Oscar two, Oscar two. What's the female version of Oscar? Gina. Oscar. I was like trying to put an A at the end of Oscar. Oscar. Unfortunately, like would not work. Here's the thing. The trick is, is that literally anybody in my life can tell you uh-huh. that I, growing up would live and die by an award show me too that's you too huge synchronicity i was clocking in if the show started at eight i was tuning into e i was watching the red cover early i was like part of it me too now when the awards happen i go oh that was all last night and can i know you're liberated it's liberating i'm consuming this barbie discourse and guess what i'm letting it wash over me i know but you know what the big problem is unaffected because I have to watch it because Bianca does love watching it. No, I'm going to watch. The Oscars, <laughs> you know I mean? the Oscars are the ones that I'm like. But that is. Man. And because it was such like formative culture of like, that was the first time that I was like, oh, I have to be. I have to go do that. <laughs> I have to go like on that right card because it's so just like. I know. It's just like this ridiculous thing that we watch as if it's like royalty. And then when you have so much investment in it and then you start to realize that it's like consistently annoying and boring and bad and like i know mistakes and just like i stopped watching like the nail in the award show coffin for me mm-hmm. what was it was years ago it was the grammys what it was the grammys oh well don't even get me fucking started well, that's the- another one i, I don't take i don't take that I don't, at- I don't take it seriously yeah but it was like Lady Gaga was up for best pop album mm-hmm. next to Adele, and Adele won. And can I tell you, it pop. sent it sent me into a fit of rage. I was like, as it should. I was like, it's different genres, different. And like, yes, it is pop, but at this point, it's like, it's different. 
And from that moment, I said, Mm-mm. it's not for me. My experience of that was when Justin Bieber was up for Best New Artist and he lost to the cellist. Love and respect to her. Who? The girl who plays cello. Who? Google it. Best New Artist? Best New Artist was in like 2000 and I honestly want to say like nine or something. Best New Artist, cello. I'm not finding that. Did you make it up? No. Look up Canadian. Look up. Look up. Yo-Yo Ma. No. Look up best new artist Justin Bieber year. And he lost? Yes. Bieber year. Sorry. We're fine. I'm finding it. No. This is important. I'm not finding no. it. No. You have Esperanza to- Spalding. Thank you. Esperanza and Sp- Esperanza Spalding. Wonderful woman. 2010. 2010. Year I started high school. Year I graduated elementary school. Oh, so now this is all tracking. Formative year I was in the silver screen Justin Bieber movie on the big screen. You were in the movie? In the n- worldwide trailer. Are you in the trailer? Yeah. For ne- you're in Never Say Never. I'm in. I'm one of the only fans in Never Say Never trailer, and then I have a continued part in the film because my friend who I went with was the one less lonely girl who sobbed and sobbed and sobbed, and we all came together as a group and we hugged, and we did a whole interview, and we're it's in, in the movie. In the movie, and we had we got a call from L.A. Talk about a taste of fame, baby. I was like, get me back there. <laughs> what do you mean LA called you? LA called my family because they were like, we had to sign like a release before we went or whatever. And then they called and they said, you have to give permission because Justin wants it in his movie. We went Justin to the premiere. You-, you went to the premiere? Of <laughs> just at Silver <laughs> City. <laughs> just at Silver City. <laughs> uh, you had to buy your tickets. Oh, the Silver City in London. <laughs> but we sat there and we screamed. Of course, we were because imagine we didn't. We got to go to the premiere and we had no idea that you we didn't were going to be it in was it. Coming. We had no idea. But the day after, I Wait, think they. But they said to you like, Justin wants you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they didn't say that. <laughs> You're like <laughs> LA calls. Justin was on the line. They said, we need your parental signature for this. And, but then like a day after that happened, the trailer got released and imagine three of us of the three of the six were in. I was one. Thank God. But what I will say is that my, I literally remember to this day, I said something on camera, like I answered a question Mm -hmm. about why we love Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. And then my friend, dear friend at the time, who did give me the ticket so I can say no wrong, Mm -hmm. she kind of just like reiterated what I said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she actually was chosen to be the like speaker of the interview. So I was just like, okay, that was my doing. I was the writer. I was behind the scenes, but I was still in the shot. And then I had another major part (laughs) where... I was the person who had to because I was on the aisle. Were you like in you're like in multiple scenes in the movie? Mm-hmm. 
I'm at the aisle. So they come to me and they say, "You ha- can you get your friend? So you can see me. I go get Rachel. I pull her aside. So I'm in the shot for much longer. And Rachel was one less lonely girl. Yes. Was Rachel, was was she the one that stole your line? No. Thank God. Different girl. That would have been bad. That would have been bad. And can you believe that Rachel actually was standing on the seat? So when they came to me, I said, Rachel, get off of the seat. because oh, you thought she was getting I was in trouble. In, not in trouble. Little did I know, she'd be on the stage mere seconds later. How did you even get picked to be one less lonely girl? I think it was like, and we got into a fight after like girls on the street because she got a big bouquet of roses so it really was like hollywood <laughs> i can't imagine having a better experience as like a preteen it was i mean it was it literally felt crazy to experience and also because like to not be the one picked but to have been the one to get the girl who go it was like but it was so over. It felt like immediately, like she was a st- like all of a sudden we were like, a "This is a star," yeah. and we're like bodyguards. We were screaming at these girls who were screaming at her at us, and sisterhood. We were like the girls of Salt Lake City after that. <laughs> I can't believe that you weren't a one less lonely girl, but you were the one to retrieve the one less lonely girl. And in hindsight, I'm like, <laughs> that actually feels so right because. This is silent hero. Well, and her response was like, and it goes back to how they pick because I think it's like they were interviewing groups of people at the beginning. And then someone in that group got picked, of course, to be it. But I do think her standing on the chair had something to do with it because she also immediately had like such an – she had such a giant reaction. She was like sob. That's why we got so much time because she was like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. Who would you meet like tomorrow that you would have that reaction to? Sobbing, sobbing. Is there anybody? That's such a good question because my instinct is like no because I'm very much like don't cry in pub. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm so like would not want to like squander – cry mm-hmm. a, a situation you never want to be fan but i do want to be fan like mm-hmm. i want to like when i was in the elevator with sean mendes like i want to i'm always just like yeah. i saw you on facebook i saw you on blog to like i'm always like happy to be like fan first yeah. but i don't know if i have anyone that would like re- maybe like no well who do you have one well who are you gonna say i was gonna say angelina jolie <laughs> to bring it back to mommy yeah but you're gonna have to you have to keep it like you have to sexy. keep it cool and glam. i have to keep it sexy with her if, if i want- ever want to be her controversially young girlfriend <laughs> i have to keep it calm you can't start off crying that's why i'm saying like that's why i said oh no 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 do you have one or would you not cry <gasps> i actually do have one no say no no but i want you to go first i do think it would be like I do think it would be Lady Gaga. Yeah. But I also do think it would be like any of the Spice Girls. But in an, mm. in an IRL setting, I think I would definitely Wait, cry. but do you think you actually – you really would have the capability to cry in front of I don't them. think I would be tears streaming like the Beatles are on stage and like yeah. not. But I think more so just like emotional about like how important they are to okay, me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like tear it up and like if I talked to them, my voice would waver. Oh, okay, okay. You know? Oh, totally. Yeah. Aww. It's like sweet cry. It's not like crazy girl cry. Okay, okay. That's what I was getting stuck on. No, like crazy it's not girl like... cry. Um, sweet cry. That is 
yeah, duh, Lady Gaga. And she yeah. would embrace you. I think that she would. Well, uh, once I had... Okay, this is a completely different topic for another day, but I do think that I'm psychic. Yeah. I think you are too. We both have like funky dreams. We're dream both girls. psychic, but it's very different. You have really like... I say like you're witch. I'm like not witch. I have dreams. I'm, I'm a little more like dreamy fairy, but you seem like... You have like the dream ability that is like you are getting messages in dream and you're very witch. I'm and getting, your family has proven witch in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like I I've had dreams before where like months or even years later I'm like doing something completely random and I go, "Oh, I like dream this exact thing." Oh, whatever. But I had this really one of my most realistic dreams of all time was I went into like a rehearsal studio and Lady Gunga was playing the piano and she was like kind of like my piano teacher. And I like sat on the <gasps> bench with her and oh. we like played a song together, but it felt <laughs> so realistic. I was like touching the keys. Like it felt very like I could feel her sitting beside me. I could feel blah, blah, blah. And it was like so normal. Lucky. That is incredible. And I'm like, I hope that is a prophecy dream. But also no. But who knows? Oh, my God. I only say no because I'm actually not that good of a piano. And I don't I don't want her to know that. But I think that she would literally be so wonderful to even. She is actually the type of person who I'm like, if you guys even had like uh, any type of knowingness or whatever to be in that space i really think that she would like she's so the type to like dive into like let me teach you how to play the piano i know for like my gina i know it's gonna come you are prophecy you are prophecy i hope and you have like i have so much faith in that because you have really crazy dream experience oh my oh my god my new year's dreams well yeah. that's a secret I'll that's a secret <laughs> but anyways i feel like we've not to cut off yeah we have like an hour and a half yeah and i kind of was just like what were we just talking about before and i couldn't really remember and i'm kind of like I maybe that's a I'm sign honestly, from the like, dream i know i knew exactly when the episode was over when was it was the oh you went to the premiere he said no i went to think like maybe a little after that but i think like oh okay do you know what i mean yeah or we just cut off right here or we could just cut it off right here (laughs) bye